Hello and a warm welcome to this episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT. I'm your host Anu and I use this platform to share not just expert but also my ideas and considered best practices um, about paid media and the direction the digital industry is going in. Um, yeah, I've got to apologize here for <laughs> give a pause and apologize here because my road podcaster um, uh, microphone is faulty, it's not working, it fell while I was moving my desk so um, if the sound is not sounding great I really apologize for that. I've got another one ordered in. So hopefully that should come in soon and we should get the high quality um, um, yeah, podcasting sound very soon. Um, but while we're waiting on that, um, I'm just going to keep um, keeping on um, with this. It might be another this week and next week zone that um, is not really great, but I hope you hang in with there with me. Um, and you'll hope you still hear all my tips and tricks uh, on this podcast um, and, you know, get the latest um, to get the latest on this podcast and, um, that has been called your go-to if you don't make it to the PPC chat live discussions. And even if you do, it'll be great if you still liked um, follow, share, retweet on um, Twitter with the handle the marketing anu. Um, to see snippets, um, still there's and and quotes and um of previous podcasts. We still have our dedicated Instagram page at PPC Chat underscore Roundup going and hoping to be more frequent with my posts and engagement. Um, so today, led by the amazing Julie Bacchini, we talk about the latest of the Google Ads update. Now, if you don't even hear. If you're working marketing or PPC, you must be hiding on, under a rock if you didn't hear that Google has basically sunsetted the BMM match type and rolled it into what phrase will be. So we are back to the original three of just broad phrase and exact match with really none of them being what they originally were apart from broad, let's say. Um, but then also with us not really seeing as many search queries as we used to see before and Google hiding more of them. Yeah nothing nothing is the, what is what it used to be so it's a it's a wild new world of ppc i must say and keywords and match types so let's see um hear hear some of the grumblings and uh, maybe some of the you know yeah level headedness about taking this new update on from the experts in the community so yeah jilly Welcomes us all saying hello and thank you all for joining me today. We're going to be talking about the latest Google Ads keyword match type matching announcement, retiring board match, modify and folding it into phrase match. But first, how are you doing? Um, this week has been much better than last week. I'm feeling more joyful. I've got, even though it's snowing here and it's all white and I had to pick up my car from the garage because it was in the shop like um, with the mechanics last week and driving it back was, um, yeah, a little bit tedious to say the least, especially when I got into my little, in our little, um, clothes in here, um, getting it up. We have a little tiny hill, but it was quite icy. So that was interesting, but I got it in to my parking spot. Um, uh, thankfully. Um, so yeah, it's all nice and snowy and cold, <laughs> but pretty. Um, and so, yeah, we've got um, Andrea Cruz, um, we're going, um, amazed it's almost mid February. Yes, very much so. And amazed that the anniversary of our lockdown and when COVID really started hitting the UK, um, is coming up very soon. So it's pretty much always been a year now. Um, Cami Karras replies saying good morning all, um, in PPC chat land. I'm doing well, even though I'm already feeling 2021 slipping away too quickly. It's only February. It's not slipping away, Cami. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> Julia Vice replies, hey, since we're talking mag types, happy Valentine's fam. Uh, <laughs> with, a, with a gift there. Julia replies, I'm suffering from snow fatigue. I know the feeling. Um, although I'm not feeling it yet, thankfully, but I know the feeling. I've had that before. Our last few winters have been very mild with very little snow. And it seems that backlog is being delivered in February 2021. We got another six or seven inch on Sunday on top of the foot. On top of the foot we got last week. Mark um, joins us and I know he gave some amazing answers for uh, our chat today and he's always, I'm excited to be able to join today after moving a client um, check in. Um, I'm doing well today, feeling very productive and actually loving the buffalo snow for once in my life. Nice. Melissa McKee replies, hi everybody, hope to participate in the first 30 minutes. Jenny Williamson goes feeling good today because temps are above zero here in Minnesota and we take what we can get this time of the year. Oh, grateful for the warmth for them. Ken Chang replies, wondering if Microsoft Ads will also follow Google's lead on the updated phrase match. Oh, let's not, let's not, let's, let's not um, wish that yet. Um, or even think about that yet because we put that thing out of the air and who knows, could Microsoft will just follow suit. Anyway, we've got Julie giving us question one, saying I want to dive right into the questions because I know you all have thoughts on this topic. You betcha. Um, so yeah, question one goes, what was your initial reaction to the news that BMM will be folded into phrase match starting this month? I'll start with mine. Um, face palm moment, another like crying out loud, Google, like seriously, it's, it's only February. Give us a chance. But then also chastising myself for, you know, expecting more from Google. They they do this at any time, at any place they want. So, um, yeah, what can you say? We really should be less phased by it. But I was a bit shook when I heard about it on Thursday. Uh, Melissa replies, I was surprised they didn't go to, they didn't go the other way, eliminating phrase match. After all, that's essentially what they're doing, phrase match has been bastardized from what it originally was. So yeah, I don't care what they call it. They've bastardized phrase match. It's just three match matches that we have. And we whatever the definition was before is totally different now. Um, Gil Hong replies, definitely not surprised, but I would have preferred phrase match be rolled into BMM and not the other way around, since that still technically works as it should. Um, and we've got Julia Rice replies, the eye roll heard around the world. I mean, all the platforms want us to just let the machine think for you. And this is the Google version. Shonelli replies saying, um, to be honest, not surprised thing. This change has been coming for a while and don't think we are done with changes to keywords this year. Oh yeah. Well, it is on February. So yeah, we, we should be ready for some more. Melissa, um, when she replied, was surprised they didn't go the other way, eliminating phrase match. Andrea replied, same. It's also so difficult to explain to clients or new marketeers. Julia Vice replies, me explaining loud chewing. So these dizzy efforts <laughs> pulled some more shit today. All right. Definitely Julia was not happy with this at all. New employee. Okay. So our meetings are more casual then. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, that's a funny one. So Mark replies to that, yeah, it literally isn't phrase match. It's more like, eh, this is somewhere between broad and exact. Yeah, literally. Well, which is what they will call phrase match to be. Dougar Thomas replies, I thought about two things, that my keyword strategy got much simpler to QA um, and easier to clients to understand, much easier to say no broad than, well, this is broad, but don't worry, we know what we're doing. <laughs> and then um he continues to how many accounts I've seen with BMM, MBM, MBM, BAM. Oh yeah, to be fair, the fact that people might have not understood and they're all the different naming conventions for 
modified broad match or BMM did annoy me as well. So in a way, yeah, we get away from that. Um, yeah, so he goes, I've seen with, yeah, how many accounts I've seen with MBM, MEM, blah, blah, errors because people didn't understand the right way to do it or small errors made in some rejects. In general, this is a win for non-experts. Yeah, only for non-experts, but this is not an announcement about for ex for non-experts, is it? Mark Sultarelli replies, my initial action was, ah, oh, can't you let us be for five minutes, Google Ads, especially, it's only February. But also, I wasn't that surprised given that this is the direction they have been moving. Um, Phrase match has been pretty close to BMM ever since they expanded close variance last year. Yeah, you forget that close variance was also applied to phrase. You always, we always get annoyed that it was only applied to exact, but actually it was done to phrase as well. Julie replies, it feels like formalizing what is already in practice. It seems like a weird choice to got to get rid um, of phrase, but I guess they're saying that word over will be honored when it is important. So bigger concern is query data loss plus this change. Exactly. Query data loss was bad. Query data loss plus us only having BMM to mine keywords from. It just makes it very dangerous. Jim Banks replies, given the devaluation of keywords in the overall Google Ads arsenal, I was pretty amb um, ambivalent about the announcement. The suppression of data is continuing at a pace across the industry. I just see this as part of that. Yeah, so for those people who had that head, you know, that that's not got screwed on. Well, I guess that works for them. Um, and then, yeah, Andrea replies, I honestly think they thought it's easier to keep phrase match so they don't have to change the name on editor and all the PPC chat laziness. That's my answer. Um, and yeah, Jenny Williamson replies, kind of annoyed, but not really surprised. Had a little eye roll at them cutting off BMM and turning phrase into broad to make us feel like we have a little more control. <laughs> yeah. Robert Brady replies, I feel like it was the announcement that made the rest of the marketing world aware of what I've been experiencing with matching for the past several months. Kami Karras replies, my profanity-laced thoughts were basically that I already had enough to do based on Google changes and announcements from the last 30 days. My next thought was that they are definitely using COVID instability as a cover. And then we've got Anna Blanken replying to um, question one saying, not surprised, but definitely not expecting it so early in the year. Exactly. February. Guys, give us a chance. Um, and then we've got um, Ariane replying to question one saying, it's been coming because phrase was largely untinkered with. What I thought they would get rid with how broad exact is now, all phrase had going for it was word order and still does. It's odd. Um, Ariane replies and, and then she continues in some ways I feel it's maybe a good thing as it makes slightly more sense but it's again another step down this slippery slope that we've been on for a few years Robert replies that at this point I feel like Google is carving out a set of stairs they want to get to the bottom <laughs> Ariane replies chipping away at each stair we are stood on until we have no choice but to move to the next pretty much they're just pushing us out of the way and um, we have no choice because Monopoly. Julie replies question. Um, Julie gives us question two, even saying, "Has your thinking or opinion about this announcement changed after some time to digest it?" Yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess in a way, my my updated view is it helps with building structure. Um, before, or actually, it doesn't really change it much because now instead of before, um, getting mining the keywords. Um, from the side, so and, and you know, you know, like so usually we'll have an ad group of BMM, 
where it will be a few keywords in there, exact match keywords, all the keywords you want to bid on, so like 10, 12 keywords in exact match, ad group, or in BMM would be two, three. Um, now, instead of BMM keywords, it would be just phrase keywords. I mean, I guess it will help with, you know, having to add all the pluses that there were Excel tools to do that, although that annoys me because I love using Excel tricks. But for those who don't like Excel, yeah, that's <laughs> that's a uh, that's a plus for you. Um, so yeah, in a way, building building account structures wouldn't be too different. Just that we'll be using phrase and exact now instead of BMM and exact. Um, so Colin Slattery replied, "I think it's trash, but just continuation of the trash we've come to expect from Google." Take what we give you and be happy. That's in response to question one. And Julie replies, ah, yes, I believe that's the chorus of the Monopoly song. Um, <laughs> Colin replies, I see you're familiar with the song. Melissa replies, you get what you get and you don't get upset. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure about the not getting upset bit. Anyway, Julia Vice replies to question one as well, saying, I mean, if um, I was head of Google Voice Search, I would push to keep phrase over BMM. Well, yeah. So that is what has happened. Alex Nicole replies, this gift pretty much sums up how I feel. A child the child gift that is just literally just like, yeah, given the, yeah, life is life look. Really not surprised at all, but I do think um, it would have made sense for Google to roll phrase into BMM instead of the other way around. In reply to question two, we've got Julia Vice going, not changed. I just tend to prefer more options rather than fewer. Do new stuff to deal with voice search and conversational matches but don't take away options I had prior. Um, Gil Hong replies question two as well, saying it's made me think more about the old standard. 15% of all queries are new statement that has given a long, that was given a long time ago. I wonder if that rate has changed and contributed to some of these changes. Um, and yeah, Julie replies to that. I will be interested to see how hard the push to use plain old broad match is after this in full effect, because I feel like that is coming. Um, yeah, Julia Vice goes full circle. Is anyone here else here old enough to remember when that was the only match type? Um, was the only match type um, broad match at some point? Yeah, I can imagine so. When competition was little and um, we there was actually more you know effective ways, people just wanted to show more. It was just about pushing spend and getting as much traffic to your site, not actually the quality of it. Um, so yeah, a few people do remember, especially Cami Taris um, and Julia Vice, who these guys have been in this industry for about yeah twenty years. So not surprised by that at all. Um, and then yeah, we've got Julia Vice saying they knew they've spoken out loud, and the machine now has to deal with colloquial terms. I'm pretty sure that is wise. Um, that is wise, or that is why even. And then we've got um, Andrea Cruz replying to question two saying, I was not surprised but felt discouraged. This wave of loosen targeting shouldn't be surprising anyone anymore. Robert Brady replies, not really. And the shrinking of the search term reports in September plus COVID gives them the power to do whatever they want with little accountability. Edgar Sanchez replies to question one saying, more lack of control, Google pushing Hagarush. Um, automation, um, the machine learning, and maybe the beginning of the end of uh, matchings entirely, and even keywords as we know them at some stage. Oh yeah, even keywords as we, as we know them has already happened. It's match, it, Google, exact match is not what we thought it was. Phrase match is not what we thought it was. Now, yeah, broad. Broad is the only one that's still true. 
to itself, but also the most irrelevant, but then we don't see all the search terms. So yeah, no, nothing is what it was before. Jim Banks replies to question two saying, I'm confident that the impact will be minimal across client accounts. Hmm. I actually see keywords at the lower end of things to fix and would rather focus on site speed, ad copy expansions and the like. Kami Karras um, replies to question two saying, at least they give us forewarning, something they didn't always do in the past. Really? What's, what was the forewarning? Um, I'd like to know that. Mark Tortorelli replies to question two saying, at first I was annoyed that it was happening and that it would require some account restructuring. But now I'm like, oh, well, it's going to make management slightly easier in accounts using BMM and, and phrase match. And it will cut back on some unwanted BMM queries. Um, and he continues, I just missed the phrase match the way it was. And my feelings about this change are mostly saying goodbye to an old friend. I feel like what people should just do is like go into their um, broad match ad groups and just delete the pluses and you'll get your phrase match and just change <laughs> match type to phrase. Um, which you can do it by doing find and replace in, um, or even in the UI. You can do find and replace in the AdWords editor and actually, yeah, just change it in bulk in the UI. There's a tip for you. And then we've got some um, responding um, from Julie saying, in responding to question two from Julie saying, my feelings haven't really changed since the news broke. This falls into the time I built in for every client for the inevitable random acts of Google um, or Facebook that I have to deal with at some point each year and is not in an ongoing scope of management work. Sean Elliott replies to question two saying, not really, unfortunately, I've come to expect this over the last couple of years. Google taking away more and more levers and controls. It's annoying, but I'm always, I'm almost numb to it now. Almost being the key in that. <laughs> so Jack Colin replies to question two as well saying, um, feelings remain the same, expects, um, expects these sort of changes quarterly as Google continues to try to get top line revenue growth by squeezing ever more dollars out of advertisers at the, at the expense of said advertisers. And then, yeah, I like this response from Mark Saltarelli when he responds to Cami, where Cami had said, at least they give us forewarning. And I was thinking, what forewarning did they give us? Mark replies to that, yeah, like when they just removed search terms without notice. Uh, Cami replies, um, or audience expansion, which was reported on many months after it took effect. Go check your stats from 2017 and 2018 if you want to see. Mark replied, yeah, love when that got turned on by default in remarketing campaigns without notice. Wow. And then we've got Dogar Thomas replying to question two saying, it's been interesting to see a somewhat more measured response out of the PPC community than just Google bad. Well, a lot of it is still just Google bad. <laughs> I agree with um, Ken Chang saying that the implications are greater on Bing and Amazon and everyone else that adopted exact phrase broad, mod broad. Um, Colin Slattery replies, um, every single change Google makes to their platform is to boost top line revenue growth. This means taking shit, putting it between two slices of bread and forcing us to buy it as shit sandwiches. Alex Nicole replies, my thoughts haven't changed really at all. I'm um, fortunate enough to be in a position where I don't have to explain the change to clients so I can just adapt and move on with my work. Um, we've got um, Jenny Williamson replying saying, not really, I'm feeling mostly the same about it and the keyword changes that have already been happening just have to take it and make it work. Then, yeah, Julie goes on to question three saying, what, if anything, do you plan to do in your existing accounts and, and campaigns as a result of this change? Does this differ from what you plan to do for new campaigns and or accounts? 
And then in response to question two, we've got Ken Chang going, I'm trying to stay optimistic and I'm also thinking about ways to report out um, on this update, like posing the BMMs instead of changing the match types and uploading the updated phrase match version so that I can report out a month on month change. Yeah, that's actually a good idea as well. Better than my just, yeah, finding a place. <laughs> Melissa replies, we're not changing much initially and that's to question three. But we'll need to restructure entire accounts that were based on exact BMM. Um, Orlando replies, not even surprised really. If you work with refs, you can see they're pushing for automation as much as possible. I'm more worried about the future and bigger changes they may roll out with. That's a good one, Orlando. Reply to question two. Steve Hammer replies as well, saying, I'm still not happy because I'd actually prefer it to be BMM that was retained over phrase. It's going to be hard to explain to newbies because phrase isn't phrase, exact isn't exact. Words mean nothing. Exactly. Um, Julie replies, I actually would have liked to see phrase match to get a name update too, like maybe phrase match plus, or maybe to indicate that it isn't really phrase match. Um, Steve replies, BMM was something I could explain. Broad with these plus words exact, even those exact words started to mean less over time. It's just confusing. Um, Ariane um, replies saying, um, this is my biggest problem. I usually start off by explaining to newbies how things used to work. And then how they do now as it's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, just do um, a before and after explanation. That's the best way to do it. Mary Hartman replies to question three saying, I plan to replace all our BMM ad groups with phrase match ones. Um, what won't change? Only making use of pure broad match keywords for research purposes with heavy ne negative keywords list applied. Julia Vice replies, I may test more phrase matches with heavy negatives. We don't get enough volume from exact only, so I need to fill in the BMM void somehow. Any voice search makes sense for food and public sector. Bill Hung replies, I don't foresee there being a ton of value in pre-adding a bunch of BMM keywords before the deadline, but any new builds now will be with phrase and exact. Ken Chang replies, BM, uh, replies to question three, saying BMM versus phrase match month-on-month -month reporting for the first first or two months after the update. Jim Bax replies, we'll switch from exact and BMM to exact and phrase and continue to look at moving more budget to managed or smart campaigns. They fit better in the new privacy world, which Google is giving us Chrome in, uh, giving us in Chrome in 2022. Yes, that times are knocking. Um, and then, yeah, Sean Ellie replies to question three, saying, I had already stopped um, using BMM for the most part after the search query purge. A lot of clients are on strict low budgets, probably use more and more exact match, but it doesn't change my plan much. And then Mark replies to question um, three, saying, I don't see myself changing much initially besides doubling down on the preemptive close variance negative strategies. I started when we lost search terms with less keyword options. I mean, actually test this broad match strategy and he gives a link to search engine land, which I'll put in my set of link tree links. And then we have Colin Slattery replying to question three, um, saying, I'm actually leaning hard back into exact match only. I've been doing this since the September change, to be honest. I'm one man trying to hold back the tide. Daniel Vardy replies saying, just use more phrase than we did. In, um, and that's in answer question three. Mod Broad basically replaced phrase because the order of words was convenient for the most part. Trusting Google with when they determined order of, word, um, order of words matter versus not is hard, especially when we get less query data. Julie replies to question three saying, I'm going to have to work on pausing BMM terms and putting equivalent phrase terms in where they are not already in place. 
for existing accounts. For new stuff, we'll do a combo of phrase and exact, but we'll have to see how broad phrase goes in the new system too. Alex Nicole replies, I mostly use BMM for keyword mining, so I expect most of my keyword mining to be picked up by phrase map from now on. Exactly. Moving forward, I won't build out any BMM keywords and just trust phrase match to take care of my keyword mining for me. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Jenny Williamson replying to question three saying, I don't think much right away, but eventually we'll need to restructure things that were, be that were based on BMM and move to new builds using the new types only. Um, and then, yeah, Julie takes us to question four, saying, will you consider using broad match differently after this announcement? Um, yeah, I will just continue to not use it, to be honest, but I'm interested to see, interested to see what other people are feeling about that as well. Um, in response to that, we've got Julie Vice going, when it's relevant, I'm always willing to test for the nonsense that broad brings um, in just causes negative keyword list headaches galore. Orlando Valencia replies question three saying shouldn't be too disruptive as we just had phrase and exact only terms. On the other bright on the bright side, we won't have to deal with those annoying plus anymore in our spreadsheets. Yes, I thought a lot of people will think that. Kami Karish replies question three saying we will likely trim the facts so to speak more aggressively first and then do a phase approach to revamp new campaigns of course will be built in a way to easily switch over. Yeah, new campaigns now should just be used to be switched, um, to just be used with some um, phrase and exact, I think. And then we've got Sean Ellie replying to question four saying, I'd rather not, but seems likely, uh, like I might be forced. It will ultimately come down to the client's goals or budgets and what we can do um, without it. That really is always the beginning, the most important thing. Then Gil Hong replies to question four saying, I would honestly still not use it with phrase becoming more like broad, I might loosen up some of my phrase keywords for mining. Julie replies, I loathe broad match. At least my past experience with it has been terrible. Same here, especially because I think we are going to get less and less information and be forced to choose access versus control or the, the illusion of more control. Ken Chang replies question four, saying the answer that we all hate to hear, it depends, we'll run some small tests to see how it works out, to see if there isn't, if there is anything different in the changing months. Colin replies question four saying, I'd be more willing to use broad if they weren't hiding 50% um, of the click volume. Um, Jenny Williamson replies to question four, I'm not sure, I guess if it makes sense to, but I think it seems, it seems the change will happen quickly enough that we'll end up just transitioning from using exact and BMM straight to using just exact and phrase. Mark replies to question 14, I think I will definitely reconsider using broad match, especially when clients need more volume. I've been doing more testing with DSAs and would totally consider running broad match com um, combined with in-market audiences as a test. Leo replies to question 14, it will take some time to mentally digest the phrase match is equal to mod broad plus phrase for the definition while fighting the urge to go broad. Whereas with everything else, we'll test and follow the data. It's not mod broad, it's broad match modifies BMM, guys. <laughs> I used to always used to get um, annoyed with that when people use mod broad. It's not mod broad, it's BMM. Um, Jim replies to question four saying, ultimately, I've only ever looked at BMM to give us additional volume for clients when they still have money to spend and to mop up anomalies. I might be more considered in how I approach broad match, but it has to tie back to a business goal we are trying to hit. 
well, the whole thing is that broad marks is not used anymore. So does that mean his idea of what phrase is going to be is going to be different now? Anyway, while well, you guys are thinking about that, I'm going to take us on to question five. Well, Julie is. Um, she asked, how does the less visibility into search query data play into this for you? Either your reaction and or your plans to work in the new system majorly, like literally. This is why broad has, is even more so a match type to not use. I, I've already stopped using broad match a long time ago. But for the fact that we don't even see search terms that could be converting, so or the search terms that are very irrelevant, that we could, could be coming through broad, that we're not going to be seeing, that we're not going to be able to exclude. Yeah, broad, totally out for me. Um, Alex Nicole replies to question four, probably not. For what I do, I employ very few true broad match keywords with a lot of negatives. My strategy will continue to be exact match and phrase match, heavy with, um, sorry, my strategy will continue to be exact match and phrase match heavy with some DSA for additional keyword mining. And then we've got um, Steve Hammer replying to question four, saying more exact where I can. I know have the joy of mining external sources to try and add negative. Pure broad is horrible for B2B because of cost of intent. Consumers and people trying to figure out their homework give me an audience that makes sense. Kamikaris replies, absolutely not. Way too much evidence from suggested keywords to indicate Google AI is way too far off to trust it plus the ubiquitous and missing search query data gripe. Um, yeah, Julia Vice replies to question four, saying broad testing has worked somewhat with heavy negatives and targeted audiences, so audience targets, not observation, plus a broad term with about four negative keyword lists is the only successful test I've run so far. Lots of setup work. And um, a nice thread that I've got here that I saw here where um, Leo had replied to question two saying the trend to take away our control is inevitable. How they do it may catch us off guard, but our only option has always been and still is to deal with it. So reaction was what? No. Okay, fine. Next. Daniel replied, I feel and probably everyone else that at some point Google will just get rid of keywords altogether. Anyone else just wants to Apple to, wants Apple to launch their search engine and smack Google a little like and smack a little like they did Facebook? Yes, I would do. So basically, that was a question. Anyone else just wants Apple to launch their search engine and smack Google a little like they did Facebook? Yes, I do. <laughs> Julie replies, I think they will move to something more like topics than individual keywords, where you'll choose a themed topic and see some example keywords that could match there, with, um, which will suck because there is still no substitute for a person literally telling you what they want. And yeah, Orlando replied, isn't that smart campaigns already? Leah replies, smart campaigns are optional for now, but good point. It's definitely a sneak preview. So yeah, smart campaigns may be the only way to go some at some point. Orlando replies to question four saying, this is where Google messed up. If they want us to use broad match more, they can't take away search queries. I'm not going to mine for something I can't see and optimize. Bingo. That's literally everyone's answer. Um, and yeah, I replied, yeah, being blind with search terms broad is going to further be, be further back in my rear view mirror. Um, Jenny Williamson replies to question four saying, I think I'd have to depend on account generally. I want to say um, I'd prefer not to, especially with the visibility issues, but I can't, ca I can't count it out all the way for lower search volume clients, maybe with heavy audience targeting negatives and dare I say smart bidding. And then we've got Andrea Cruz replying to question five, saying, um, does anyone know if the legacy Ngram script is only fed by the search terms we can see on Google? I assume the answer 
Is yes, that's a very good answer. Good question. Daniel Bader replied, I believe so. Same for Optimizer. Google is keeping that data. Um, and yeah, Andrea was yes, grateful for that information. Sean Ellie replies to question five, saying this is a huge factor. If I could see where the money is going, I'm willing to test and optimize. When I can't see what I'm spending budget on, I'm going to try and keep as much control as possible. Kami Karras replies, see answer um, A4 <laughs> to our answer to question five. And then we've got Daniel Vardy replying to question five, saying nothing Google has done has made me more disappointed in Google than the less visibility into query or placement data, whether in search, smart shopping or smart display. It is the one lever that you can always turn to and say we are or not or we are not showing to relevant users. Mark replies to question five saying loss of query data definitely makes me cautious of testing literally anything in search. I don't know how I'm supposed to trust something I can't see. Julia Vice replies, well, it's the big problem. I can do engrams. I can do light mining every day, but if not enough searches actually show up, the relevance between my program and our audience is opaque. That's why Google wants to keep that data to itself. Um, yeah, and I just join in with the time of literally less visibility into search just means broad. We'll be showing our ads against a lot more times we aren't relevant for that we can't see, meaning we can't exclude. So yeah, that's the broad. Um, Julie replies to question five saying the query data loss is my biggest concern right now with Google Ads, period. I am a big trust but verify type of person in business and the lack of ability to in fact verify is very problematic for me. If the machine learning automation and AI are so good, show us. Jim Banks replies um, to question five saying we're not getting less data. We use the value track parameter for keyword, which is a keyword in squiggly brackets. By the way, and pass it as an extra parameter and pick it up in Lucky Orange and Big Query. That's an interesting tool. So having not lost search data there, that's some crazy. A lot more people should know about that if we can actually see search terms that Google has um, stopped us from seeing from the search query reports. Um, Julie replies, Julie put in a comment here that might be useful for everyone saying as an aside, you can still see query data in Google Analytics for now, but you shouldn't have to go there to find data that should be right in Google Ads. So hey, yeah, there's a roundabout way of doing that. Jenny Williamson replies, query data plays a huge part. They want us to use broad, but won't show us the matches. So how are we supposed to optimize using machine learning that we also don't know exactly how it works? Giving control and taking it away is way worse than never having control in the first place. Yeah, because, you know, it's the whole illusion of, of power. Um, Orlando replies, I think that is the biggest issue, making our targeting broader while taking away our ability to correct for it. Our rowing in direct competition to Google's rowing. Alex Nichol replies, less, less search term visibility is certainly a loss for good PPCers, but I don't think the problem is exacerbated by the transfer of BMM to phrase. I think how we manage BMM with the change is simply how we must manage phrase moving forward. Dollar Thomas replies saying, I think I really highlights the need to think before you launch campaigns, do the keyword research to find what isn't the right intent for your ads, do the research to find what might be the right match. This is a jab at my process, but in my opinion, it was easy to be lazy. Hey, Lexi, that's my cat. She is my lovely little companion here and always keeps me um, <laughs> always by my side when I'm recording a podcast, <laughs> even though it's late. It's almost midnight right now. Anyway, going on to question six. 
Julie asks, if you were going to modify how match types works, assuming that changes to this point could not be undone, how would you do it? Mm. If changes could not be undone, I don't know. I can't think. I'd really just want a lot of the changes to be undone. Um, and then, yeah, Julia gives, um, Julia Vice replies to question six, saying, I would make visible keywords versus voice searches, then try to match emphatic terms. I didn't mind vintage exact plus misspellings. I didn't mind BMM. Yeah, you didn't mind a lot of the things that Google used to do. It's what you're doing now that's annoying. Julia replies, I would make exact actually be exact again. No close variant nonsense for exact terms. Let phrase be this new phrase plus and have broad stay fully broad. So I think it's what would we change irregardless of the updates that have happened. So okay, I think I must have understood that. Then Novado replies, also not a big fan that every Google example of things is travel, pizza, places or shoes. Are these all everyone is advertising? That phrase example has great um, was great for travel, but everything else, not so much. Um, we've got Orlando replying to question six saying changes to this point could not be undone. I would create true exact match and it would work like the old exact match without close variance. Yes, hate close variance. Um, and then we've got um, Daniel Vardy replying to question six saying keep whatever changes they want. Just give me query data. The only way matches are reliable if you can have visibility and can actually do something about it. And Jim Banks replies to question six saying given, given that... So many users' journey involve other factors, not just keywords. I think rolling something back because it worked before would not help. Keywords will eventually be worth less than context, and context can make the implication of the keyword different. Hmm. I think Jim Banks is really on the side of Google right here. I wonder whether he's an insider and he's a spy for Google for us. Oh, well. <laughs> um, we then have Julie taking us to question seven, the second to last question um of this podcast julie goes um if you could influence how keyword matching worked without restriction or constraint what would you do keyword matching work just take it back to original let exactly exact phrase be phrase and broad be broad but actually broad work the way bmm works but just call it broad yeah we don't need we never needed two broads we just needed um a broad version that was not just us it wasn't like just us throwing our money at a wall Shawnelli replies to question six, though, saying tough questions and modifier where you can add a number that needs to match, a.k.a. new black boots, black boots. Two, should show for black boots and new black boots. Three, could show for new leather bag boots in black. Not sure I understand that, but I'm not going to read that again. I'm <laughs> just trying to get back to phrase and exact without undoing changes. Yeah, I think that's the main thing. Trying to get back to phrase and exact um, and just broad, right? Mark Saltarelli replies to question six saying, I think it would be cool to be able to limit matching based on a product category or another intent signal with close variance. I see a lot of SaaS keyword mapping to non-software queries, so it would be interesting if they had broad categories to include or negate. Colin Slattery replied, I'd go back to where the system was five years ago with close variance that were actually legitimately closed and near 100% visibility into query data. It was the objectively best system for advertisers. Julie replies question seven saying, I want all the query data back and a mechanism to report bad matches. The mechanics, the machines have a long way to go in understanding intent and nuance. I want to get that right in my accounts for sure. And if I could teach the machines so they get better, that would be okay too. Um, Leo replies to question six saying bring exact bring, bring back exact this would be ultimate control 
over how we invest our money. It will give an advantage to those who do the legwork. And then we have Kami Karis replying to question seven, saying this is not exactly the intent of the question, but if Google wanted to help, they would have AI and recommendation to help us tell them what is not a match for our purposes. Mark Salterelli replies to question seven, saying one, search query data, two, option to turn close variants on or off, three, modifiers for exact and phrase to prevent certain words from being dropped or modified in close variants, i.e. when software is swapped for system, you could put a plus in front of software. Hmm, interesting. Dogar Thomas replies to question seven saying, if clients wouldn't abuse it either intentionally or accidentally, I quite like the blind paper conversion mindset of, of, of local service ads. Who cares what you show for, what gets clicks, when you can just pay for qualified leads or sales? That's interesting. So saying that again, if clients wouldn't abuse it, either intentionally or accidentally, I quite like the blind paper conversion mindset for local service ads. Interesting. Yeah, that would definitely be abused. Um, so yeah, Julie goes on to uh, our last question of the day saying, anything else you want to say to Google ads if they were listening on keyword matching? Yeah, if they were listening. And they've probably seen this and we've, we've shouted a lot of times, but uh, if they're listening is always the big question. Jim Banks replies to question seven, saying a philosophical, a philosophical answer since focusing on looking ahead as to what is coming rather than behind on what has passed has reduced my stress level a lot. Google Now versus 2002, it is a different multi-headed beast that operates under one roof, but it is disparate. Um, Julia Vice replies, we have to adapt, so keep doing what you need as more people search out loud. Bring back search terms. We're all NDA'd anyway, and show voice versus keyboard searches. Mark Salterelli replies to question A saying, literally lolled at the thought of Google ads listening. Yeah, me too. Um, a, please start listening to feedback from your advertisers. We're your customers. B, we can't trust your automated products without data, so either give us data or stop automating everything. Sean Ellie replies to question eight saying, give us data and we will test and choose the best option. Hide data. And I'm going to search for any possible workaround not to use your system. Yeah, exactly. Leo replies to question seven saying, having four match types behave as intended will be perfectly fine. We would then have the ability to eat exactly what we ordered. Problems is Google treats search like a hot dog, shoving in inedible queries, figuring, hiding, how the hot dog is made will help. No one wants to know how the hot dog is made. That's the whole point. Um, Ken Chan replies to question eight saying, would like to know what their timetable is for the phase out of BMM. Oh gosh. Um, for example, do I have till end of April 2021 or end of July 2021? And then Julie's answered to question eight into what you'd like, saying PPC is not a vacuum. It's not a vacuum. It's not a silo. It doesn't work on its own. I've said this a million times. Um, data they um, data they come that comes from PPP. Oh, sorry, I'll say that again. Data that comes from paid search initiatives is very useful outside of your system, like landing pages and for general messaging. And I'm going to say this as Julie has written the rest of this tweet. Show query data, 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 show query data. So I think, I'm not sure, she wants to, she wants Google to show query data. 
So yeah, with her on that one. <laughs> Jenny Williamson replies, what everyone else is saying, if you're going to automate things, cool, but give us the data to do what we need to do within the automation, within that automation, rather than trying to hoard control. Jim Banks replies, they are too arrogant to listen to what we have to say. They have an agenda to work on. They, um, they very occasionally walk something back. But they have a catalog of unpopular tweets that we collectively don't like. And if we want to move elsewhere, I'm sure they are cool. Alex Nicole replies, my issue isn't really with the keyword matching. It's with the search term visibility. I can adapt to the match types changing if I have the visibility to make them perform well. Very great tweet there. Daniel Gardner replies, as much as they think their AI knows to tell whether a query is appropriate to an account, Every account, even if they sell the same thing, has different goals and needs more nuanced view than unfortunately the assistant can't tell. Orlando replies to question eight, saying um, you're a new search engine or platform away from becoming MySpace, so you better start working with us. Joking. <laughs> yeah, no, they're really not, and they have no fear about that. Um, and then, yeah, a very interesting tweet that I, I saw from Julie in reply to um, Daniel Vardy was, serious question, how will the system get better at understanding good matches if we can't make changes to our accounts, like adding negatives because we can't see the queries? Won't it just keep, be, keep being a big feedback loop of Google Ads telling itself it's doing great? And I replied to that, that that really just sounds like um, a Trump kind of, <laughs> a Trump kind of thing, like, you know, more power of like, you know, I'm just great. Just, I've got the best words ever. Best, best words. I put a tweet on that, but it doesn't show. I wonder whether there's a filter that Twitter is doing on Trump tweets. Interesting. Steve Hammer replies to question 18. We're not idiots. We can help. Even the best of us might not be able to feed the machine all the data you want. The machine needs some supervision and we're an army that wants to make it happen. John Kagan replies to question 18, stop messing with stuff that doesn't need messing with. It's like you didn't learn your lesson from enhanced campaigns. Also, we want the old UI back. Oh my God, enhanced campaigns. Totally forgotten about those. And I don't think, I think that was one thing definitely that was phased out as well. So yeah, that comes, that brings us to the end of what is probably going to be our, my longest podcast. Actually, from back from where I started, I used to do it used to be like hour-long podcasts, but yeah, well, this one's very interesting and loads of feedback about the, the new search update. And I think it's very, um, it was respectful to all the people to get involved. Oh, actually, my tweet is here. Geez, why does that last statement give me flashback of Trump presidency? Google is equals to Trump. Could it be? That's just a scary thought. And that's in response to um, Julie going that, yeah, it's just a matter of um, would it just be a big feedback loop of Google Ads telling itself it's doing great? So yeah, there is that. Um, before I go, I'll, I'll respond from give a response from Lure, who replies to question eight saying Google Ads built itself on the ability for advertisers to know what's working. Half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. The trouble is I don't know which half. Obsolete advertisers rejoiced, paid, and Google built an empire from it so you're going backwards so yeah it really does feel like google's going backwards um we went from just being broad and not knowing you know specificity of keywords that our ads were showing against um it got better specific with bmm and exact and phrase then exact exact had close variants not not exact anymore 
um, Broad was BMM and Broad was just very bad. And now Phrase is not Phrase anymore and it's BMM. Oh, I am just so confused. And I'm glad that I'm not on tactical levels anymore. And I'm hoping uh, my, my paid media managers are really working hard on that to figure that out. Well, we're not doing paid search at the moment, but when we do, let's see what headaches we, we come across. It'll be very interesting. So you've listened to me long enough. Um, I hope you've enjoyed that, um, that chat. Did we, we, did we capture all the complaints that you're thinking in your head about the different match types, search queries not showing anymore? Are you worried? Are you concerned? Does this mean a lot of work for you? Does it mean undoing a lot of work that you've done in the past? Let us know, put a comment on the handle, um, on the hashtag PPC chat. So, Hope you've taken some great takeaways. Um, if you want to chat about this topic or any paid media or data analysis solutions or even suggest a topic, do get in touch with not just um, the handle PPC chat, um, but also yeah, send me a message um, on Twitter with the handle The Marketing Annual. And remember, for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye.